0: You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin BYU Sports Network.
1: Let's pause 10 seconds for stations to identify themselves on the new skin BYU Sports Network.
0: This is BYU Radio on KBYU FM HD2 Provo. You're listening to BYU Football on BYU Radio.
1: All right, the so BYU that's largest lead of the season at 21-0. Previous large lead, 21-3 against Arizona. BYU with uh, touchdowns on its first three possessions of the first quarter to take a 21-0 lead, a two-touchdown quarter for Tyler Algier, his first ever two-touchdown quarter. It's his fourth career multiple-touchdown game. BYU in the first quarter, out USF outgained them 179 to 51, with BYU 122 pass and 57 rush. USF 39 pass and 12 rush. BYU in that first quarter, six first downs to USF's two. Let's head down to Mitchell Jurgens in the Zion's Bank End Zone for an injury report, Mitch.
2: Yeah. So Harris Lachance appears to be done for the night. Um, he's got uh, he's actually on crutches now with uh, ice on his right ankle or foot. Um, Looks like on that last drive, might have gotten rolled up on um, on that touchdown run by Tyler. So uh, we'll see what the next uh, front five looks like for BYU coming out uh,
1: when they get the ball. Mitchell Juergens in the Zions Bank end zone for banking that helps you game plan for life. Zions Bank is for you. Third down seven, 45-yard line of BYU. Timmy McLean in shotgun. Takes the thigh-high snap, settles in the pocket, throws underneath. It is caught. But shy of the line to gain by Sean Atkins to the 41 of BYU. Third down, make it fourth down three. And the offense stays on the field for Coach Jeff Scott and USF. Coach Scott is 0-10 when trailing after the first quarter. And his team's down 21 after the first quarter tonight. Coach Scott still looking for his first FBS victory. So BYU with a late defensive substitution gets ready for a fourth down and three from South Florida. Shotgun for McLean. Kelly Joyner Jr. is the new back office right hip. Fourth down three from the BYU 41. A straight back drop. The pocket holds for McLean. plenty of time. Takes off. Now steps back. Flags fly in the secondary as he runs to the far sideline for the first down and more. 30-25 steps out 23-yard line. What will the call be? As that broke down, broke down, and then opened up wide open for McLean to the far boundary. Here's your call. Referee Luke Richmond tonight. It's forthcoming.
3: Holding. Holding. Defense. Defense. Number 22. That 10-yard penalty will be added to the end of the run, and it's the first down, South Florida.
1: So USF's deepest penetration of the night 14.05 to go in the second quarter and the Bulls in scoring territory 13 yard line of BYU there was all kinds of room for McLean on that long run, he ran for 18 yards plus the penalty yardage to the 13 of BYU first down and 10, USF shotgun from McLean tight trips to the right they now shift to tight end left Tail back, and Twins left, single wide right. They motion that wide receiver. They fake fly sweep. McLean takes off. Feeling his way forward. Doesn't get much as he falls ahead to the 12 for a gain of one in a mishmash of bodies between the tackles. BYU
2: has, uh, I, they're mixing it up a lot, but their base defensive front has been a three-man front. Now they're bringing linebackers. I mentioned the pressure, especially on that first drive. But uh, good job on that last play of those three defensive tackles clogging up the middle to where McLean had to dance in the backfield and allow for help to arrive.
1: Second and nine from the BYU 12. Ball far hash. The Bulls now right to left from our vantage point. McLean shotgun. He's got Joyner with him. A motion, Dollison. The play fake, the step back, and the flush left. McLean throws on the run and throws for the end zone. Incomplete for the tight end, Mitchell Brinkman. Brinkman, the Northern Illinois transfer. As a flag is down on the far side of the field. That was incomplete on a second and nine from the 12. What does this call?
2: Illegal man downfield looks like.
1: It'll be against South Florida on the illegal man. So now the conversation is with the BYU coaches at the far sideline. That was incomplete on second and nine from the 12 of BYU.
2: McLean's doing a good job of, you know... Extending plays, dancing around. He just needs to be a little bit more poised and accurate. He had the tight end. It wouldn't have mattered. An
3: eligible receiver downfield offense. Number 73. That penalty is declined. Third down.
1: So the Cougs will take the result of the play, setting USF up third down and nine from the BYU 12. The Cougs down a starting quarterback. Now down a starting right tackle. Already down, to targeted two starting defensive linemen. The war of attrition is underway here in the 2021 season. It's a grind. Kelly Joyner Jr. off the left hip of Timmy McLean. Timeout, South Florida. And we Time may out. be taking that break.
3: South Florida. This is their first charge timeout of the half. We'll have immediate timeout.
1: Yep, we'll do that. So 12.54 to play until halftime. It is BYU 21, South Florida 0. The Bulls are threatening third and nine from the BYU 12 when we come back to Provo. This is Cougar football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: You're listening to BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with a scoreboard update.
2: Number three, Oregon, with a three-point lead over Arizona. It's 10-7 with 6-15 in the first quarter. And from earlier today, certainly a game BYU fans paying attention to. It's Cougars' next two opponents. Boise State winning in Logan earlier today, 27-3 over the Aggies. Back over to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Chef, thank you. BYU 21, USF 0. The Cougars have scored touchdowns on their first three drives. First time against an FBS opponent since, well, last year, Halloween of last year. BYU scored touchdowns on its first five drives against Western Kentucky as we come back in. 12.54 to go until halftime. It is South Florida. With a third down and nine from the BYU 12-yard line. Ball far hash. Bulls going right to left as we see it and you hear it. USF in the all-whites tonight with trips to the left. Single wide to the right. Quarterback Timmy McLean joined by Jaron Mangum in the backfield. Mangum off the right hip of McLean. BYU shows four across the defensive line. Shotgun for the freshman. The southpaw, McLean A knee-high snap. Settles in the pocket. Forced out to his left. Moving backwards, throwing deep, and for the end zone, and through a, just a passel of hands, reaching for the football, incomplete at the back of the end zone. As multiple players were in the vicinity of getting fingertips on that ball, it goes incomplete to fourth down and nine from the BYU 12, and the field goal group is on to put the Bulls on the board with 12.46 to go until halftime.
2: I'm not sure what a passel is, Greg, but... Uh, it's a lot. I, uh, yeah, I'm sure it's a lot. Well, that, then it was an appropriate use of that word because that touched six different players' fingertips uh, as that ball sailed through the back of the end
1: zone. Spencer Schrader attempted to go 4-for-4 four four on his field goals this year. This will be a 29-yarder. It is up, and it is through for 3. BYU, 21, and USF 3 is our new score. With 12.41 to play here in quarter number two at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. So for Spencer Schrader, that's four for four for the six-foot, 286-pound sophomore. And the Bulls are on the board, leading us to another timeout. We'll take that break. 12.41 to go until halftime. BYU 21, USF 3 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Let's head back to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Back in Provo, we're in the Built Bar broadcast booth. Speaking of Built Bar, high in protein, low in calories, 100% real chocolate. Built Bar, is it a protein bar or a candy bar? Well, yes. Discover your flavor at Bilt.com. BYU's offense about to get the ball back for a fourth time tonight. Will it be four touchdowns? In four drives, it is BYU 21 and South Florida 3. BYU coming in ranked 15th. And South Florida with 16 consecutive losses to top 20 teams. And BYU is one of those coming into tonight. The last ranked win for South Florida came in 2016 at home against number 22 Navy. The last ranked away win... Came September 3rd, 2011, more than 10 years ago at number 16, Notre Dame. Kicking off, Spencer Schrader and the white-clad Bulls. BYU White and Navy tonight. Kickoff to Caleb Christensen. First kickoff return of the season. Here it is. And it goes only to the 16-yard line. Caleb Christensen cut down and hurt. He is up slowly and hobbling off. The first time the Cougars have taken a kickoff out of the end zone this season. And it sets BYU up with its longest field of the night. 19 yard line, so it's an 81 yard field facing Baylor Romney and the Cougs. Baylor 5 for 7 for a buck 22 and a touchdown. No picks, passer rating a robust 265 right now. Feels like it's been a while for Baylor and the Cougs to get out there. Campbell Barrington is, by the way, replacing Harris LeChance at right tackle. So the Brothers Barrington are on the offensive line. Play fake. Romney throws hitch to Pau, makes the catch, makes a man miss, and gets to the line to gain. That should be a 10-yard gain it is. 11 yards, a first down. Baylor Romney to Neil Pau to the far boundary. Neil did the hardest part of that 11-yard gain himself after receiving the catch. It hitch territory. Lopini Katoa now, right hip of Baylor Romney. There's a wing tight on the right, double wides to the right, handoff Lopini going left, and that's just going to be a pile of people pushed for five. It'll be second down and five for BYU. I really
2: like the use of tempo. Pretty much any time they get a gain of ten yards or more, sometimes they'll bake it into the offense. Just the whole offense knows if we get a gain of ten or more yards, we're hurrying up there and we're snapping it quick.
1: So just to restate, Clark Barrington left guard, Campbell Barrington right tackle for BYU. Baylor Romney, chest high snap. Casual settle, casual throw. First down, Pauu, as he is tea-kettled at the far boundary, and he may be slow to get up. Oh, wow. Uh-oh. He is down and not getting up. He was end-over-ended in midair and is down on the ground
3: for an injury in the
1: BYU team area. And this has already been a brutal three games plus for BYU as a number of starters have been lost for terms short and long so far this season. And that could be all the air going out of Neil Pau's body on that one as he hit the ground with the full weight of his body landing after a, a true cartwheel to the far sideline for a first down. Mm. But he gets up, stands up, and now walks to be attended to back on the bench. So from the 42 of BYU, first down and 10, they go pistol with Algier behind Romney. Handoff, Tyler. Tyler veering right and again just runs into six or eight or nine people and they just kind of fall to the ground as a group after a gain of one. And it'll be second down and nine for BYU.
2: Greg, you, the, you mentioned the Barrington brothers on the offensive line. We may have to keep an eye out. There could be three sets of brothers all on the field at the same time with the Nakuas, the Barringtons, and the Romneys. We'll have to keep an eye out for that tonight.
1: You've already seen Baylor to Gunner for a 49 yarder through the air, scrambling to his right, throwing behind. The intended receiver, Tyler Algier, on the wheel into the USF team area. Out of bounds, a throwaway for Baylor. So it's BYU third and nine, and they're tempoing. They're going to hurry it up here. Third and nine from the 43 of BYU. Cougs one for three on third downs. Snap, chest tie to Romney. Settles in a clean pocket, dumps it off to Tyler Algier. Two Bulls come to him immediately, and there'll be a minimal gain, setting up a fourth down and six from the 46 of BYU. Middle of the field. Wouldn't be crazy for A-Rod to think of something here offensively, but it looks like punt team is on. So BYU's run of touchdown drives will end on three TDs in three possessions. BYU punts for the first time tonight. But, hey, on the, on the bright side, we get to see Ryan Rico. That's
2: right. Last year he didn't even qualify for any of the punter awards or any of the statistical, you know, uh,
1: acknowledgments. This year he does. Now this one can only go 53 as the line is the 47. Rico punts it away, bombs it, and yeah, wow, that's a missile through the end zone. It'll be a touchback out to the 20-yard line, so officially a 53-yard punt. Ryan Rico averaging 51.4 per punt coming into tonight. The record for the season, by the way, a season, is 50.6 by Lee Johnson in 1983. So Ryan Rico is on record pace, and nothing we just saw there will hurt that pace at all as that goes into and through the end zone. It'll be 1st and 10 from the 20 for USF right after this. 10.04 to go in the first half. It is BYU 21 and USF 3 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
1: All right, so back at Lavelle Edwards Stadium here in Provo, Utah, it is BYU 21 and South Florida 3. We're not quite five minutes into quarter number two, 10.04 to play until halftime. BYU outgaining USF, 209-74 right now, 146-43 to through the air, 63-31 the yardage on the ground. BYU doubling up the Bulls in first downs at 8-4 are just 1 of 4 on third downs tonight. The yards per play number, very healthy. 9.1 yards per play. Thanks in large part to a couple of big plays. Baylor Romney to brother Gunner for 49. And Baylor Romney to Puka Nakua for 55. Baylor's night now 8 for 11 for 146 in a score. No picks. A passer rating of 214.2. BYU looking to get one back after dropping one in Tampa a couple of years ago. A game BYU led by nine going into the fourth quarter, Riley. And kind of faded late, USF, with the upset there. And since then, USF has only one FBS win. It came later that year at East Carolina.
2: And BYU only has three losses. It really yep. was a divergent point for both programs.
1: All right, as we come back in, first and ten, USF, the Bulls' 20-yard line. Bulls right to left as we see it and you hear it. Timmy McLean with Brian Battee. A sprint left from McLean. Pressure in. Throws to Battee. Battee makes the catch on the boundary. And he makes the catch inbounds for a gain of five. Maybe six. It'll be second down long four for South Florida. That last
2: field goal drive for South Florida was a 13-play drive. It covered 69 yards. I think the defense is going to want to get out a lot with a lot fewer plays on this one.
1: Gain of six. Setting up that second and four. The hash switches from right to left. They go pistol with Battee behind McLean. Twins to the right, single wide left. A stretch handoff to Battee. And Battee is tackled as the ball comes loose. May have been recovered by a teammate. Pile of bodies at the 32-yard line. That ball popped up in the air. As it came to the ground, I thought the first jersey to land on it was wearing white. And as they pull the bodies off, it will indeed be South Florida football and A first down beyond the line to gain. A
3: fumble recovered by South Florida for a first down.
1: Tremendous pop collision there
2: by Chaz Ayu to knock that ball loose. Unfortunately, there was a South Florida offensive lineman right in the vicinity. But boy, did Chaz lay the wood on that one.
1: And that's our cascade collision of the game brought to you by Cascade Collision. Serious about perfection. They go empty. For McLean and the gun on first and ten from the 33. Pressure in from Wilgar. Steps out of it as McLean. Sprints out to his left. Stops. Platform. Fire downfield. And caught but out of bounds. Or will they say he got a toe in? Incomplete. Nope. He was out of bounds with it. The catch was made but on the boundary and Rolling on the paint. On the
3: pass. Second down.
1: Looking for his go-to, Xavier Weaver. Weaver coming in two tonight. Nine catches for an average of 24.2 per grab. And Weaver tonight's one grab, 20 yards. He's a big play guy. In fact, between his punt returns and his receptions, he's averaging 20 yards per touch through three games.
2: He's one of those guys not big at all. He's got those kind of wiry legs, but boy, do they ever move fast. He's got both the acceleration and top-end speed to be a big play guy.
1: Goes to second down 10 from the USF 33, Jaron Mangum. Mangum style in the backfield with McLean takes the knee-high snap. A pump, a settle. A flush left, a wave downfield, flag flies, maybe holding territory as McLean is forced out by Chaz Ayou at the boundary at the 35-yard line. would be a gain of two, but a flag flew, and it will be holding against South Florida.
2: Yeah, Alden Tofa is going to need a new jersey after that one. He, uh, th- That thing was just stretched to the max.
3: Holding, offense, number 79. It's a 10-yard penalty, second down.
1: By the way, let's note uh, the return of Alden Tofa wasn't par- part of training camp, missed the first two games, got in last week, and now is seeing a larger role down Batty, down Mahe tonight. Alden Tofa, 6'4", 260, the junior. An eight-tackle year last year. He's playing his second game of this year. Backs the Bulls up to second and 20 from their own 23-yard line. 21-3, to our score, 8.50 to play in quarter number two. Timmy McLean, the freshman Makes his call at the line, backs up to the gun with Mangum to his right hip. Twins to the left, single wide right. Shotgun snap to McLean. Holds it out in the belly of the back. Handoff taken, and first down gained on a run near the 40-yard line. Running left is Jaron Mangum. The Colorado transfer averaging 4.1 per tote this season with a big gain. Oh, she just shy. Beg your pardon, that was on 20 second and 20. He ends up four yards shy. It'll be third down four. Yes. on that run of 16 by Mangum.
2: Second and 20 is tough. Do you just sell out? Uh, on that time, BYU sold out, sold out to defend the pass, and of course they hand off a simple draw up the middle that goes for 16. Um, uh, on this third and four, though, they brought pressure early, had a bunch of success, see if they do it second again here. Second charge
3: timeout, South Florida. This is the third second timeout.
1: Which I think will go Media to a full time timeout. Out. It will, so we'll take it. So that was second and 20, not 10. So the 16 yard run leaves the Bulls four yards shy of the line to gain. They'll run that third down and four play next. We have 8.01 to play until halftime. It is BYU 21. It is South Florida 3. The 15th ranked Cougs with the lead on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Let's head back to the Bilt Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubell.
1: BYU football brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen have been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Learn more at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Third down, four for USF at the B, at the USF 39-yard line. As we come back in, 8:01 to play until halftime. BYU 21, South Florida 3. McLean in shotgun, and now whistles before the play can get underway. And BYU takes timeout. Time after that timeout.
3: BYU. This is their first charge time of the half. It's a 30-second timeout.
1: We'll stay right here with it. As USF came out, showed BYU what they intended to do formation-wise on third down and four, and the Cougs take their own timeout. This will be a shorter timeout. Teams on the field gathering around their respective coaches, and we'll still run this third down and four with 8.01 to play until halftime. BYU excellent record when leading after one quarter, when leading at halftime. BYU led 21-0 after the first quarter here tonight.
2: South Florida showed some really creative formations in their three previous games, like where they put the tackles out by the numbers and all that. But prior to this play, they just came out in empty, but Kalani didn't like the look. Called timeout. Here they are in 2 by 2
1: Mangum is the tailback with McLean in the gun. Doubles to either side. The clap of the hands looking for signals. And now with five on the play clock down to four, three, two, one. The snap gets back with some confusion and pressure comes in. McLean forced to the right, has the first down and plenty more. And will step out of the 48-yard line under pressure from Peyton Wilgar at the boundary. So we've seen it more than once tonight. Is when Timmy McLean doesn't see it downfield, he can make it happen with his legs. Moves the change there.
2: So this is great experience for this BYU linebacking core. Ben Bywater had the assignment to spy McLean, and he was right there. McLean put a move on him though, and was able to get past him for for the first down.
1: Shotgun for McLean, the straightaway handoff to Mangum, and Mangum gets six. Wow, seven yards on that first down middle run. USF feeling its way into the game here, and BYU. After going up 21-0, has not scored since. They punted on their last possession. And USF's fashioned a couple of nice drives together. 7.15 to go till halftime. BYU under Kalani, 31-5, and leading at the break. And BYU leads approaching the break. And a first down run on second and three. Mangum was stacked up shy of the line to gain, fell forward for two more, and gets five on second down and three.
2: BYU's got to play with a little bit more urgency pre-snap. They're not quite getting aligned. They're not quite uh, communicating their assignments, and it's allowing South Florida to take advantage of that with some minor chunk plays.
1: McLean gun. Mangum with him. They've gone to Mangum a lot. Tight trips to the right, including two wides to the far side. McLean pulls it down. He's got space again to his right. Throws on the run. And catch made near the line to gain by Omari and Dollison. One yard shy... Of the first down marker. Second down one from the 31 of BYU and USF is gonna get right back in this game. If they can get this thing in the end zone here, make it 21-10 approaching halftime. 620 to go before the break. What do we have? Timeout or this just players injured? For an injury. Yeah. BYU player down. Let's head down to Mitchell Jurgen Speaking of a BYU player down, Mitchell updating us on Caleb Christensen who was injured on a kickoff return. In fact, the first kickoff return of the season for BYU. Got a BYU player hurt, Mitch. Yeah, another uh, another coog
2: out for the game. Uh, Caleb Christensen left. He had ice on his um, left knee or shin, so it looks like a left lower uh, lower left leg injury. Um, he's headed to the locker room. He'll be done for the night. Not sure if that is that is precautionary or more serious. I'm hoping it's just
1: precautionary. Mitchell Juergens in the Zions Bank end zone for banking that helps you game plan for life. Zions Bank is for you. Caleb Hayes now leaves the game, and he started in place of Isaiah Harris.
3: On the further review.
1: Who was starting in place of Keenan Ellis. So BYU's already lost a bunch of starters one way or another through uh, three games and change. Some for shorter terms and some for much longer. As the play's under review... With a second and one on the board at the 31-yard line of BYU, what might they be reviewing on this one?
2: Well, Greg, it was a sliding catch. It, it, oh, did if the catch was made or not? Yeah, yeah, the catch. It was a sliding catch on the ground. They're seeing if maybe the nose of the football slipped through his hands and it was ended
1: up in, being incomplete. So after totally dominating the opening quarter, BYU's been outgained by a three to one margin here in the second quarter, 89 to 30. So USF is warming to the task here in Provo. BYU football is brought to you in part by All Pro Capital. Put your money to work with smart real estate investments. Visit allprocapital.com for more information. All Pro Capital, a proud sponsor of BYU Athletics. Here's the call. On the previous play, which was a sliding catch of nine yards. Now there will be discussion before the call. Sometimes this means they're going to reset the line of scrimmage, but it doesn't look that way. In fact, what they might do is say it was a catch and it was beyond the line to gain. Not second and one, but first and ten. They might say he made it past the line. In fact, I think that's going to be the call. To the 30-yard line, first down and ten, so good catch and first down gained, not second and one.
2: Greg just one comment about the South Florida team. It's obvious that they have settled in here in the second quarter. The initial shock of being here in Provo with this ruckus crowd and against the 3 and 0 BYU team has worn off and South Florida has got down to business. They're flying around as has been reported by Mitch. You know, the starting o lineman's out. The kickoff returner got popped Neil Pau, although he'll be back in the game, you know, limped off the field after taking a shot to his thigh. Uh, these South Florida Bulls have come to play here in the second quarter and are going to be a force to be reckoned with throughout the rest of this game, not just the rest of this quarter.
1: The referee still hasn't made a call, but I think he wanted to. BYU had scored double figures in every second quarter this season until tonight they've been shut out in the second quarter. Here comes a call, I think, from Luke Richmond.
3: After further review, the receiver made it to the 30-yard line which results at a first down for South Florida.
1: Yes, indeed. So first and 10 USF at the BYU 30-yard line, a 21-0 lead after one. And we're about to see another team, potentially, (laughs) at least it could happen. We've seen teams score 10 points in a row at one point in every game in the first three games of the season. Can the Cougs keep USF out of the end zone here? Knee-high snap, handoff Mangum, and not going anywhere as he felt his way right but for 0 yards Pepe Tanuvasa with the tackle of Mangum at the line of scrimmage so second down 10 for USF.
2: That is the fourth time you've mentioned Pepe Tanuvasa's uh, name this evening. He has four tackles, three of them solo. He's been extremely active playing on the edge for on the left edge for this BYU defense.
1: Second and 10 at the BYU 30 yard line. 5:45 to go till halftime. Shotgun snap coming to Timmy McLean, A quick fire to Hitch far side, Catch made, but a nice tackle made at the same time. Catch by Omari and Dollison. And he's immediately wrapped up and flung down for a minimal gain. Give him five. Third down and five. Ben Bywater, the tackle for the Cougs on that play. So third down and five, South Florida. You're down 21 to three. I, I almost say it's four down territory for USF here. 5.15 to play in the second quarter. Ball far hash. Twins to the right, the short side. Single wide left the wide side a juke and a fire and he'll throw it away to the right pylon will Timmy McClain so it will go to 4th down and 5 and forget the 4 down territory thing they're going to bring in field goal so at 21 to 3 look to make it from an 18 to a 15 point game 25 yard line will be a 42 yard try for Spencer Schrader who is 4 for 4 on his field goals, including one for one tonight. It'll be the right hash, the far hash. The hold will come from Kenny Scribner. The long snap from Andrew Beardall. Right-footed kicker. Swings the leg. Plenty of leg. And it is through for three. He's five for five on his field goal tries this year. And the score now 21-6. to six. So six points in a row scored by the visitors from Tampa. BYU 21 and USF 6 is our score here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. BYU led 21-0 after one. Cougs have won their last nine games and leading after the opening quarter. BYU been leading at half. Has won its last five games. Again, an excellent record for Kalani's teams when having the advantage after one and two quarters of play. Conversely, under head coach Jeff Scott, USF is 0-10 trailing after one and and 0-8 trailing at halftime. And when BYU leads by 14 or more at the break, the Cougs are almost unbeatable. Lopini Katoa, the other number four, takes Caleb Christensen's spot in kickoff return. So it's, it's Hobbs Nyberg and Lopini Katoa now, and the ball will go over Katoa's head into and through the end zone. Touchback and twenty-five yard line for BYU. Greg, the
2: because of BYU's quick strike. And the short quick strikes, multiple quick strikes, and short field. The time of possession is 15 minutes, 14 seconds for South Florida, 9 minutes, and 50 seconds for BYU. It feels that way, definitely, that this BYU offense kind of got out of rhythm and then hasn't had the ball for very long. Hopefully, they can put together a big drive. While it's great to get big plays in chunks, uh, they've only had uh, their longest drive has been eight plays. See if they can put together a nine or 10 yard one
1: here play fake and the throw in the right flat to Mason Wake and of course a hurdle is forthcoming he hurdles and is upended at the 30-31 yard line gain of 6 so pass complete to Wake Wake elevates and is brought to the ground after a gain of 6 yards BYU snap just its 24th play of the first half as Mason Wake leapt over a tackler and Grounded by a second. It'll be second down and four. Romney in the gun with Algier to his left hip. Hand off Tyler. Tyler's got the first down. Tyler's got more. Tyler's got the 40-yard line. Given the 41, that'll be a gain of 10 for Tyler Algier. Seven carries and 43 yards with a couple of scores for Tyler here in the first half. BYU at the 41 with 4.05 to play until halftime. Kooks 21 and USF 6.
2: That's the way to gain control back and get the time of possession uh, leaning a little bit back in your favor hand the ball off to your thoroughbred running back, Tyler Algier, with the great 11-yard run on that last carry.
1: Pistol formation, Algier the tailback. Romney waits a shotgun snap from James Empey. Thigh-high snap, play fake, straight back drop. Moves to his left, throws left, complete to Wake. Wake, this time lowers the helmet. Instead of going high, he goes low. And the meeting down low results in a gain of three... At the numbers to the left side. Second down seven for BYU. Three and a half to go. BYU with two timeouts remaining. USF one clock stopper on the board. Ball far hash. BYU left to right as we see it and you hear it here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Tyler Algier is the backfield mate of Baylor Romney. Romney's got a tight end and two wides to the right. Single wide left. Now Algier shifts from left hip to right. Play action. A step up. Baylor goes deep. Too far for the intended receiver. The DB had a better shot at it than brother Gunner on that long ball downfield. But it's a hold on BYU coming back from 2nd and 8 to 2nd and 18. Unless USF takes the result of the play, which was an incomplete pass. And that was the best case scenario on that overthrow.
3: Holding. Offense. Number 52 a 10-yard penalty. Second
1: down. So second and 18 for BYU. Penalty number three on the night for the Cougs. So after a very boisterous start offensively, things a little quieter and more sluggish for the BYU offense. Still time to pick it up here before halftime, but time is waning. Three minutes even to go before the break. Nakua motions to trips right for Romney in the gun. Baylor takes the chest-high snap. Hands off to Lopini Katoa. Katoa gets to the edge. Has the original line. Has first down, has midfield, has USF territory. The 41-yard line. A 26-yard scamper for Lopini Katoa. Number
3: four, BYU. And James Empey's slow to get up at the end of it.
1: But he is up. Will stay in the game, shaking out a leg to the 42-yard line, the spot officially.
2: Good thing for James was because he was such a hustler, getting down the field 20 yards to finish the end of that run, he didn't have to limp too far to get over the ball and on to this next play.
1: Officially 25 yards for Lopini Katoa, and for Katoa, long run of the year. Baylor-Romney shotgun. Throws far flat. Completion for a first down to Puka Nakua. 10, 11, 12 yards brought down at the 30. BYU first and 10 at the USF 30-yard line. Cougars in scoring territory. 2.22 on the clock and two timeouts at BYU's disposal. The BYU offense driving, leading 21-6. The clock now rolling to 2.12. USF makes its defensive line change. Cougars lining up with wides to either side. Tight ends to either side and pistol with Algier behind Baylor Romney. Shotgun snap at the belt to Baylor, the boot, the throw in the right flat complete to Mason Wake 25 yard line, 24 yard line brought down in bounds give him 7 on the play, it'll be 2nd down and 3, 145 left in quarter number 2 and BYU makes substitutions on offense, the play clock's down to 30, the game clock's to 135 and the BYU lead is 15 to 21 to 6, BYU looking for it's first and only score of the second quarter they had scored double figures in every second quarter until tonight. The Cougars have been outscored 6-0 in this quarter, lead the game 21-6. One twenty on the clock. Shotgun snap to Baylor Romney, takes his three-step, loads up, throws for the far pylon, and it is incomplete interference on Neil Pau, as Neal couldn't holler it in, but he was interfered with. And that'll set the Cougars up first down inside the red zone.
3: Pass interference, defense number zero. It's a 15-yard penalty, an automatic first down.
1: And Neal almost made a heck of a catch anyway, but he was interfered with. It'll go to the nine-yard line, first and goal from the nine. BYU plenty of time. 1:12 on the clock, two timeouts, and goal to go from the near hash. BYU 21, South Florida six. Baylor-Romney splits wide left, Neopau wide right, double tights left, and they both go right. Holker and Rex, pistol with Romney trailed by Algier. Again, a play fake short boot, and in the end zone, the catch is made by Neil Pau for the touchdown! him last time they got him that time and the Cougs go up 27 to 6 with the pat pending baylor romney another touchdown throw and for neil powell career touchdown number 11 and touchdown catch number four on the year the Coops in the end zone once again, and for the first time here in the second quarter. 27-6 with the Justin Smith PAT coming up.
2: You love the nod from Aaron Roderick. Uh, Neil Pau who gets, it, he gets interfered with in the end zone on the play before, so he dials one up for Neil on a nice crossing route. Wide open, great delivery by Baylor for the touchdown. Great offensive play calling, great execution by the players.
1: Execution by Hogan on the snap. Rico on the hold and Smith on the P.A.T. He's now perfect on the year. Ten for ten on his P.A.T. tries. And the P.A.T. from Justin makes it 28-6 to six with 1.06 to play in quarter number two. That for B.Y.U. is another Mountain America Credit Union touchdown, which is another $250 donation to the American Red Cross. B.Y.U. 28 and South Florida 6, a 22-point lead for B.Y.U., And those 28 points are a season high. They've managed to win games at uh, lower totals, 27 and fewer until tonight. They're now at 28 for the first time this year. It'll take us to another Utah Pork Producers Pigskin Scoring Summary brought to you by your Utah Pork Producers. For every Cougar point scored this season, Smithfield Foods and your Utah Pork Producers will donate delicious, nourishing protein to the Utah Food Bank for families in need. Real pork raised by real Utah farmers for real Utah families in need. Visit porkcares.org. 75 yards, seven plays, three fifty-one off the clock, and the final play is Gunner Baylor Romney to Neil Pau for a nine-yard touchdown. That is your pigskin scoring summary brought to you by the Utah Pork producers. Kickoff by Justin Smith into and through the end zone touchback. It'll be first and ten USF at the Bulls 25-yard line with 106 to go until halftime. BYU Up 28-6. to
2: We had a pretty good inkling that they were going to surpass the scoring total, Greg. I don't know that we expected to have it done inside of two quarters, but the way that this offense started off with the big play on the second, the Romney-to-Romney, the brotherly connection uh, on the second play of the game, it's no surprise to see how this thing has gone racking up 28 points from this BYU offense in the first first half.
1: Timmy McLean shotgun, Kelly Joyner Jr. to his left hip. Snap from the 25. First down and 10. Pocket collapses as he goes deep and incomplete. The safety coverage coming over from Malik Moore. Hayden Livingston had man coverage on Xavier Weaver down the near boundary. It's incomplete. Second down and 10 for South Florida. BYU scoring more every game more than the previous. 24 points against Arizona. 26 against Utah. 27 against ASU. And 28 here tonight against South Florida. 59 seconds to go until halftime. McLean gun with Kelly Joyner Jr. to his left. Tight formation left and right. He holds it out. Does McLean the give to Joyner. Joyner got second level on a gain of eight. Second down run, creating third down and two with the clock rolling to 45 seconds. USF can stop at once if they were to choose to do so. Yeah, third it, down, long two here.
2: Sorry, Greg, I was just going to say, at this point, you've got to dial up and convert this third down. One of the things you don't want to do is rush into this third down and then give BYU the ball back with good field position to add
1: to this lead. And two timeouts left for BYU.
2: E- exactly. It almost looks like now yeah, with the clock yeah, under 30, exactly. they, may ju- they may be conceding the the half.
1: Yep. Yeah, so 20 seconds on the game clock, 10 on the play clock, and the Bulls yet to snap it. In the gun is McLean, takes the thigh high snap. Quarterback keep on third down and two, and is forced out at the far boundary with seven seconds to go. And the clock stopped on fourth down. And USF will bring the punt team out. So the force out on the boundary kept the Bulls from the line to gain. Seven seconds remain on the first half clock. Hobbs-Nyberg awaits 4th and 3 from the USF 32. And Andrew Stokes, the Aussie, to punt it away. Lofts it after a few skips to the right. And with zeros on the clock, Hobbs makes the catch. Gets to the 20, gets to the 30. Gets to the 40. Gets to midfield. The flag flies on the final play of the first half. BYU's best punt return of the season. Some 30-plus yards with zeros on the clock. And a flag did fly during that play. Let's just get what the official has to say about it, and then we'll go from there. The USF player's running off the field. BYU's not quite leaving the field yet. Again, there was a flag in the return. And here comes the call.
3: During the return, holding number five of the receiving team. That penalty is declined. That is the end of the first half.
1: All right, so that will do it. The nice Hobbs-Nyberg return is on the final play of half number one. And BYU takes a sizable lead to the halftime locker room. The score 28-6. In the Cougars' favor, we're going to head down to field level. Mitchell Jurgens preparing for his halftime conversation with Kalani Sitake. And let's go down to Mitch. Coach, uh,
2: no Jaron Hall today, but look, the offense is looking really strong and dominant. Talk about Baylor's performance in the first half. Yeah, it's been good. Um, you know, we had a couple of miscues out there, but uh, offense is playing well. defense needs to get out of, out of drive, so we can get the offensive ball back. But uh, right now, we're really good about it. We just got to finish strong. The last couple weeks we haven't had a good third
3: quarter, so that's going to be the focus right now.
2: Yeah, up 22 points. What's the message to the team at halftime? Exactly that. Just come out and be ready to roll because I thought we've had slow starts coming out at halftime the last couple times, so uh, we've got to start fast. And they get the ball first, our defense has got to to answer right now. Thanks, Coach.
1: All right, Kalani with Mitchell Juergens. Halftime recap is coming up next. BYU 28, South Florida 6 is our halftime score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.